Hello and welcome to People First Merseyside podcast. Today's episode is about education, some of our personal experiences with the system. My name's Siobhan. My name's Paul. Paul Bullen. Hello, I'm Lisa. I'm Katie. So what was school like? Was you in mainstream or was you in special school, Paul? I was in special school and um, it did a lot for people with special needs or disabled people did a lot uh, to help people's independence, getting around, they did physiotherapy and all that, but they had different like classroom like at the end of it you you go like to like mainstream mainstream but yeah it was it was good it had its ups and downs that's interesting but did you find that you got a little bit more help in special school Yes, on the um, physical side of it, we got. I have problems with my balance, my knees. I still have uh, problems with my balance, but yes, it helps in that kind of way, and I think it helps with other people as well. That's interesting. So, did you go? special school or mainstream basically. well I went to mainstream school but it had like a special unit in it it had like a, um, a, like a special needs unit in it um, the intention was you went into the special school you went into the special needs unit um, and then you if you got like if you done well in the special unit you progressed to the to the mainstream part of the school but I never did <laughs> so I was in there permanently, um, but when I was in in that special unit, which back in the nineties, which is when I went to school, um, back in the dark ages, to some of your your, your listeners, um, <laughs> uh, I was stuck. I couldn't read, write, or I've and I'm partially sighted, so I got stuck at the back of the class. And being told to being t- told to um, write was on the what was on the blackboard, but I couldn't understand the word the letters. I knew the letters, but I couldn't put them all together. Um, and I got told to write what was on the blackboard, but I couldn't see because of my partial sightedness. And I couldn't read anyway, so I don't know. So I was always in trouble. And I was the quiet class. I was the quiet girl in the class. that's interesting. So what about you, Katie? How did you find school? Um, I went to a mainstream school, but I don't have any learning disabilities or difficulties. And I'm only realising now that our school had absolutely no help for anyone that did. We didn't have anyone with learning disabilities in our school. Um, We had ranks and things for those with physical disabilities but apart from that we were just a um, mainstream school that had no help for anyone 
Also, um, was Golden Away because it had a special needs place. It used to be one, two, and three, but it was all the same. Like it was all open anyway. So we were like, why do you have three doors? Don't know why they called it special needs. They had a um, little section of people like the back. If people went to all soft, you know what the back was. So if they was spoiled or anything, it was getting them back into school. But the special needs thing, they took a lot of people on. So if you didn't say from the beginning, oh, I have learning disabilities or I struggle with it, then you wouldn't get help later on because there'll be that many people getting help and there wasn't enough support there because they how many students were there there wasn't enough in the end and then also I got one-to-one and stuff like that so I got a private room but everyone knew where it was my little private room normally by the science building and stuff like that um, in primary, so I went main two more of my life. In primary, it was crap to support there. I used to get a one to one every so often, but my mum fought for it. My mum fought for everything I, I did have well, and for yeah, private. Well, my that was, uh, school I mentioned before was my junior school and with a special unit. and. and to the mainstream part of the school, it was lo- known locally as, in the school anyway, as the pasty class, because we were all thick. That's horrible. <laughs> so it was known as the pasty class. Mm-hmm. We came to the pasty class. And because um, we all had special needs or anxiety or whatever it was in there. Um, and I got severely bullied in that school. like proper severely bullied from the mainstream side of it. Not from the, the special unit that I was in, but from the, the mainstream part of it I was. Because I always used to look after because it was like primary school, junior school, and then you left yeah. to go into the secondary school. But I used to look after the the primary school kids, not look after, but kind of watch over them over in, in the break time and when you're all playing out and whatever. Because there's no, like it is nowadays, there's no sex enough. Like, this is the, the nursery part, this is the junior part, and this is the, like, the older kids part, this is, like, the mainstream part. There was none of that, it was just, like, one big, um, one big, what do you call it, playground. <laughs> there was no sex enough or nothing, it was just, like, and then they had, um, I remember they had, like, a hill, like, a grass verge kind of thing. Yeah. And everyone used to push me down there and just used to make me go to the top of this verge and then push me down. That's horrible. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was it was like you said, it was just there was no help or nothing. And my mum fought because when I left, when I was in my last year of um, junior school, me like your mum, my mum fought to get me into a special school, into a special um, secondary school because the um, headmaster of my junior school 
was said, no, she's all right, she can go to a mainstream school, she went, she can't, she can't read. I left that school without, left that school without learning how to read, write or tell the time. I couldn't do nothing when I left that school because they just left me. And they had, they did have, um, um, like a TA, I think they call now, a TA yeah. in the school, but they didn't really help me because it was just like, Okay. So they took you to the class for you and you still had no, no support? No. No, could there be that many in the class? Yeah, there was that many in the class. It's, it's not like it is now where you have like proper help and everything. It's not it changed just... that much. I'm in Uber now. And there's that many people running around to support us or absolutely get off to them. Yeah. Hat off to the learning and disability staff yeah, yeah. in there. Oh yeah, they all deserve a raise in my opinion. But they do try the best and this is no common to them. Like they just they trying to look after so many people in there yeah. that sometimes someone just And everyone with very different bigger. degrees of yeah. like learning yeah. disability. It was, yeah, it was just, well, it was a bit like my school, um, Okay, I was uh, brought up from the school from uh, when you nursery side of it to from when I was leaving, but that was the qualification side of it wasn't that my qualification side of it wasn't that good, but they helped me a lot from when I was at nursery to old to uh, when I was older. I mean, tried different uh, schools and the support wasn't good, do you know what I mean? So, yeah, they helped me, like, and we used to, like, have a play area, which we used to play around as well, and you'd have staff there, like, four, is it four members of staff within the time watching us uh, in case uh, someone has a seizure or falls? On yourself, so it's quite good. Um, yeah, very good. And when you do get a good support worker, the system grinds them down to that much that they leave to get like either a better job or more money. That's what's happening with teachers now, isn't yeah. it? They've just been so. Then you get when you get a good one, then the system or whatever grinds them down to like nothing. So they they either leave or retire or whatever redundancy or whatever it is and you go off to like do a crappy little job when it's like it's their purpose to teach or to help someone I think some of them like there is some of them that I would say would do the back yeah like literally do the back like even some teachers um. Kelly Randall, she's like a very invested teacher dad organised. Mm. Does it will look for that support, will fight for it, but it's the teachers and the learning support and with the learning support she's always working co partnership with them. Yeah. But sometimes some teachers just look at them like and I found that somewhere. Yeah. And other people don't want them, so if someone doesn't want them, why are they there? Why are they fighting for them? Because yeah. there's other people who do, and this is the argument. 
And my good and bad experiences, I did get a little bit bullied, but then I stood up for myself. Um, was shy when I was in school, but then come on Michelle later on in life, and I didn't show up then since. <laughs> um, good to see bullying. I'm straight on it. I'm on the like carb on it. I'm straight there going, what the hell are you, yeah. you doing? I can't stand it. Say like, I'm walking down with Lisa, and I've say they hear something or something yeah. like that. I'll turn around and she's like, that's something down. Tell me that she goes, put it over your head, put it over your head. <laughs> and I just stared them out at the end of the site. You can just see this look, put the head down. I'm just like, and my comment is, isn't it funny that we're the same level? Yeah. And you're more the support to me now, <laughs> but people think I'm here support. Yeah. And you just put the head down like that, and they notice it, but they don't know you notice it. Yeah. All the time, like I'll notice a little. And even some people who try and help out people, because we are different levels, even at people's fairs. I feel like some people do the two baby mechanism. Yeah. So they won't yeah. push ya. What did you say to me the other day? I literally offered to make you a cup of tea and you were like, yeah, I'll do it myself, I could do it myself. Yeah. South Africa say I was like, just trying to be nice, but okay, make your own cup of tea. That's fine. <laughs> no, we do. But you kind of, we yeah. do like to help, but... That's me being independent, that's just me mm. being stubborn. I yes. imagine you get babied quite a lot yes, of like... I do. I'll do it, I'll do it, I'll do it. You're like, no, I can't. I can do things myself, thank you. <laughs> All the way through my life, yes. I think now, with you, what, what I found funny, is you joke about it, we joke about our disability yes, because we find it easy to manage. And that's a lot of things where I'm going to say, did you have any bad experience, Paul? Um, yeah, and no, it's it's hard decision because it was after school I had that experience because they were racist. You know, people with you know with learning disabilities uh, after school we used to meet up and they were racist. You know what I mean? Because of me, you know how big I am and all that. They were raised, and like they were like someone in the scooter was there. Uh, he was like, you mm, like pretending to play around and nearly run me over. The racist. I can't go into it, but yeah, yeah, had the option of like. No, not mixing with them kind of people, but they were always there. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I did did they complain to the you know the care side of the school, and the what did they say? I'll oh, just don't mix with them. In some way, sorry. 
in some ways, I think today's kids have got it worse for bullying than I had when I was in, when I was in school. Because when I was in school, there wasn't any of social media or anything. But I could just go home and shut the door and the bullies are like outside. <laughs> They're like outside. Like, you can go into your bedroom and then everything's alright. But when, nowadays, you can, you can get them in your room now, because like every every kids nowadays have got, and then disability or not, have got like a computer or a smartphone or whatever. And I think that's the problem, they post too much yeah. Yeah. on it, so... It's a so the bullies are always there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The bullies are always there in your head, rather mm. than on a school playground or like I was on the school playground or in the street. And and I think sorry, people sometimes I think it's hard telling whether someone's faking it. Yeah. Like because that's the thing now. A lot of people on social media fake this stuff so a lot of people oh, yeah, go it's fake media yeah yeah so like with fake. mental health and stuff like that which irritates me yeah. because like yeah. being in my life like this is not fun it might seem funny because i joke about it a lot but it's actually not and my dissection i'm just like Woo, we take being on the phone and the so we just ask people in the end Believe in fighting to get higher education is so hard. Like, I had to leave, go back, leave, go back. That was hard in the end. But lucky enough, my teacher fought for me and said, yeah, you can do level three. Why not? But other teachers said, no, we can't. We haven't got the time. And that's in the same college. Oh, I was just going, um, you know, like you spoke about social media, it is so much about the worst for now for bullies. Yeah. But it can also be like, you know, people will raise awareness on it and yes, it can no. be more. There's like, a good side of the bad side to If people media. are more aware of it, then they're less likely to bully people for it, but then it's also posting stuff like that, people then have that platform to make jokes and be horrible about it as well. But if it's you don't like understand positives what and negatives. Yeah. If they don't understand, we've gotten way off topic. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we're getting way off topic. Um, but if they don't understand and they don't have the support to understand what they're posting, hmm. then they're bound to get bullied, aren't they? And bound to get. Because if they haven't got the support there to say, all the copy typing, some of hmm. them, and they're like, oh. and the person that's supporting them is not that good. Or they should post in that, be careful because people might have a strong yeah, yeah. opinion yeah. against that. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, but what what's his name? Um, I, I got like that. There's a certain person on there. Uh, well, there's other people on there who used to not have on social media, but you can have, you know, on different uh, you can have the option like to speak to them or not and I just keep myself to myself on social media um, you know don't speak to no one from school because the way I was treated I don't speak to many people uh, not 
you know, only like, you know, locally. Do you understand what I mean? Yeah. I don't speak to anyone because, like you say, it could be harmful, like saying things on the computer, social media, do you understand? I just let it go. No, I'm just like, you do you, honey. It might seem funny to you, it might seem funny to you, but it might be the last thing that the person, it might be the the very last thing of the person. The straw that breaks the camel's back. Yeah, that's it, yeah. If you see anything bad, I'll always report it, but sometimes a silly comment, I'll just let it go over my head. So did you have a favourite and a least favourite subject? Paul? Geography. Geography? Geography. Yeah. Is that your favourite or least? Geography. Been really interested in it. Um, I haven't got a clue now, like, but... Hey, yeah, really interested in it. Um, but also, history as well. We talk about, like, Romans and all that. Yeah, blah 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 but I used to fall asleep in that lesson a lot <laughs> that's it that's about it geography can I say we used to uh, also do pottery and I got it everywhere and all over my teacher they were used to hate at the pottery clay at the Oopsies, oh my arm just went, oh, oh, and yeah, my exactly. leg just had a little twitch, couldn't help it. Uh, yeah, if I'd epilepsy <laughs> them days, if I'd epilepsy them days, I'd uh, make an excuse for it. Because of our disorder, sometimes we do use the <laughs> card. It's like you yesterday when you were like, you might want to move because my arm's about to spasm yeah. and you just wanted yeah. to smack me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you smacked me the other day. I know, I, I, I do tell people to move. And if you don't move, then they fall. I was honoured that you asked me to move and didn't just... <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry. Uh, I, I, I said to her, uh, once there's something like smack me in... Yeah. I forgot what it is. <laughs> I'm beauty therapy level three now, and um, but my least favourite would probably. I actually enjoyed a little bit of Max spelling. I hate spelling. I can't spell. Leave me alone, yeah. like. Yeah. I'm too old now. I don't want to learn. I tried. Everything's you, you got old yeah. now anyway. Yeah. It's fine. You so, were yeah. been in school in the nineties, right? Oh my god, right? Seriously, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> spelling tests, right? You had to take your homework spelling tests, right? I, I can oh. feel myself going. <laughs> right, we had to write. We had a page, right, of the word, whatever the word was. I'm dyslexic, so I can't spell anyway, right? But Oh God! And I only found out when I was twenty-four. Anyway, so um, yeah, the spelling was like we had the word, and then you had to write the word out a couple of times, and then you had to cover the the word up with a piece of paper or whatever you had in the house, whatever pencil case, whatever. And then you had to write the word. My always used to look underneath it. That's how my <laughs> used to test my spelling. Yeah. She used to tell me to write the yeah. word out, cover it up, yeah, yeah, and then write it out. Yeah, that's always got to learn. Well, most people learn how to spell. Mm. I'm dyslexic and I never found out. But that's why. <laughs> right, but I can never do it. 
So I never used to cover it up, I just used to do that and just copied away. Copy the line. <laughs> and go, there we go. And yep. then when the actual spelling test came, I was just, oh, I don't know. No. Yeah. I'm the opposite. I loved English. English was my favourite subject. I loved English. I loved English literature though because I loved like I love to read. English is my favourite. I love reading. I love well. I love audio books now because I can't read to save me like well I can but I can't always get the the meaning of the words. Yeah. I can read it but I can't always get the meaning of the words. So, um, I love audio books. Audible is my best friend. I love it. I hated um, geography. But I think that's because I've got a terrible sense of direction. I have lived in Chester my like entire Jane's life. Name. I will still get lost. <laughs> I've got an awful... How I drive, I don't know. I Google yeah. Maps everything. I'll, like, I'll, even with Google Maps, I'll still miss the turn. I'll just be like, oh, look around again now. I, I, was, I, was, I was always at the, uh, was it, the blackboard in geography. I was like, teacher's pet. <laughs> oh, I loved my geography teacher, though. My geography teacher... Yeah was really nice because I struggled a lot with anxiety in high school and I hated being around people so he was always the one that was like if my teachers ever had a go at me but like no leave her alone like I'd just sit yeah. in the library for a bit but, like. but yeah the pottery the teacher uh, no one liked her but that's <laughs> uh, it was it was, it was like a course we had to do on uh, yeah. but no <laughs> But I remember one time, um, yeah, I was I'm rubbish at maths. I hold my hands up. I am absolutely rubbish yeah, at maths. And we used to have homework, maths homework, and um, I was <laughs> making it an excuse. Said, "Oh, I fell asleep. We couldn't be bothered." And I used to uh, have a go at me and all like you know after school, and then till till one of the uh, someone in the classroom said, "The answers are in the back of the text." <laughs> Alright then, so I filled it in to, and then he quizzed me the next day. I'm not well, I'm not well, I want to go home in the lesson. And uh, remember the teacher used to look at me like that, said, uh, yeah, if you're not well, I'm going to buy myself a Rover. Do you know what I mean? Take your own myself and all that. But, um, yeah. I have to stop that. I have to stop that because they, f- they found me out. I feel like sometimes with like maths <coughs> and stuff doesn't have to be in it. Like all this algebra oh. stuff, some of it, but all this algebra stuff and stuff, like me angles and stuff like that. But I think when do you ever use that nowadays? You don't. Yeah. Exactly. In high school they always used to be like, use maths and everything. I'm like, I can't I can't remember the last time I needed to find X from Y. You know, exactly. <laughs> like, you know, I guess granted a subtraction, addition, division, stuff like that. You know, like you've got to add up your but, shopping list to your bills should, and things. I think but, they should I think they should and, I think they should do these days in school. Because all that you like you don't use anyway. But I Never ever got taught how to. I'm talking old days now, guys, right? But <laughs> you never have to worry about this. But no one ever told you how to balance a check or to keep your own house, like how to manage your own money. They still don't. No, no. We have we had PSHE lessons, but oh, they, they were, were like push. they were always I like sexual PSHE. education, yes. like puberty, yeah. things like that. Which, to be fair, you needed to know. But nobody, even now, I'm like. 
I bought a car and I was to my stepdad I was like I don't know how to register it don't know what to do yeah. don't know what I'm going like don't know where I'm going with it taxes no clue I've never once checked my payslip because I just don't know what don't know what it means yeah could I could be owed thousands should. of pounds and I wouldn't know I, I think they should they teach practical stuff in maths like except like X Y yeah. like skills like money management skills yeah. like how like to credit keep, scores and yeah, like yeah, that. like yeah. how to how to like you've got ten pounds was this what my dad did with me because <laughs> he, he was saying you know rubbish at maths because I am I'm like discalculated as well so I see numbers backwards <laughs> and stuff so he gave me a ten pounds and he went right go and buy whatever you want but bring me change at the end of it so I had to I had to I literally had to think about what I was buying and how much it was Yeah. so it was literally like Okay, that's three pounds. So how much have I got? I didn't. I gave a ten. I've got like money left. Or oh, that was like three pounds, and that was six pounds, and then whatever, whatever it was, I can't remember now. But it was like I had to get change at the end of it. So I was like, uh, and I spent overspent, obviously. <laughs> but that was that was his way of teaching yeah. maths because it was like, well, you're not learning this at school, so you'd have to learn. <coughs> it here. So I'd have to teach you. I think we all have our ways of learning, like, I have my way of, like, learning and that. Yeah. Like, sometimes it's, well, I don't add up all the time, but sometimes I do, when I need to go out. Yeah, I, yeah. How were your teachers at your school? Was the teachers you liked or hated? think... Yeah, for all of us, like, yeah. Yeah, for I'll just speak said. for all of us, but yeah. Yeah. I, and if they tell them life, like, to these people that we, like, to these people that we don't like, and I wouldn't really say that's a problem. Some people know where to work around, some people need help. Do you think so. that's my like, car? Uh, I had, I had a, a, um, a favourite teacher in senior school I loved him so much he was he was the best teacher in the world to me um, Barry Appleton what a name I know brilliant <laughs> name isn't he what a name brilliant name I don't know where he is now but he was he was in Chestnut Lodge in Windmus I don't know whether he's still alive if you are get in touch I'd love to speak to you if you're listening but or any of his family are listening love to um, but I can't tell you what that man did for me. He was, he was giving me the, so much confidence to go on in life and to, he taught me so much. It just wasn't in the classroom. It was like, you can go to him. He was like your best friend. You can go to him for anything, literally anything that was happening in, in like in your home life. Or he was like a social worker before I had a social worker. He was brilliant. And he'd get on the phone and he'd do stuff for me and he'd do this and like make stuff happen. and. That's brilliant. So, has he like? Would you say he's made you the person you are today? Sort of, yeah. Like he shaped you a little yeah. bit, helped yeah. you along your way. Yeah. That's brilliant. I'm sure that be, uh, if he does hear it, I'm sure that make him feel amazing to hear. I, 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 and I lost touch with him after school, but I would love to. If anyone's listening and anyone knows of Barry Appleton, went to Chestnut School in the nineties. 
then I'd love to get in touch with him again because I can't find him on any social media or yeah I can't find him but I would love to yeah. but yeah we'll have to have a day yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. we'll, yeah, we'll, we'll track him <laughs> I, uh, had, uh, I was talking about uh, geography I already said me uh, uh, but I was talking about geography I think I was a teacher's pet with one of them, uh, Miss Harkness, her name was. Um, and yeah, used to be always at the board, scrubbing the board. Um, yeah, there was, there was like one like uh, one or two there. Um, Miss Harkness and Miss Pringle with the history. Miss Pringle, her name was. And like, um, I remember that. She always says, like, you know, talking about. No, what not? But uh, <laughs> it was good them days, you know what I mean. I hope you like. Li- Sorry, I'm getting coffee. I hope you like <laughs> listening. Uh, you know, hope you're listening to it. You know, thank you for them days. You know what I mean. Yeah. For uh, Same here. Yeah. yeah, thank you for them days. It's been magical. You know what I mean. I didn't. I I had a uh, You know, I had loads of favourite teachers but as I say it was only one I don't want to call out the names uh, just in case but <laughs> yeah it was only one I think you'd all know it you know know who that person is but uh, yeah <laughs> and I think as well like shout out to Kelly Randall and Gail for giving me that support and that opportunity to do it but I think the other learning and disability staff hat off the learning and disability Dawn and Julie who've known me for years a couple of Julies because you said about four or five Julies and I'm like all the Julies love you if you hear this on my post I might share a link on who you've been after school where you're done did you find your uh, on what to do next yeah I'm lucky to be younger I had loads of options loads of branches to go down they done beauty therapy in school hairdressing so that I did, couldn't go on the beauty therapy in school because it was full but it was all like nails and that and then I wanted to do it later on in life. Um done childcare because I'd done health and social the health and social teacher was amazing in all sorts of I done a lot. Um but it's hard to get in them and get higher. I think they from what you guys have told me, they need to have more spaces and more options and like so it's all well and good that you can do childcare, you can do beauty therapy, but if all those spaces are full, where else are you meant to go? You're just meant to just leave school <laughs> when you don't want to. Yeah. And it, it's about, like, people get told, oh, this is your limit now, but how do you know someone's limit? Everyone's got different yeah. limits. Yeah. I, remember, I remember when I was, uh, just before when I was leaving school, uh, 
to give, they were helping out with records, you know, don't remember those days, records of achievements oh, and all that, like, yeah, yeah, oh god. Oh, well, it, they give, in the classroom, they, they give everyone, uh, you know, the records of achievement, and I, I was saying, like, where's mine? Oh, they've run out. We'll send you one through the post, yeah. And then you never, you never, you know what I mean? But what I'm saying is um, the option after leaving school was difficult. It's said, uh, the Eva said I could go to, you know, diff these different schools, sorry, colleges, and um, it was either Hubert or residential college, any residential college. So, didn't want to go to Hubert at all, you know, didn't like it. Then days I didn't like, you know, you know, Hubert College. So, I wanted to pick Southport College because I've been there before, do you know what I mean? I like Southport and their excuse was, it was too far. <laughs> it might be too far for me. I said, I might be, you know, get on the bus bus pass on the train, she said, you know, to, anyway, ended up picking, uh, you know, Coventry, uh, it was heavy with college in, Co in Coventry, yeah, spent a long time there. And, and I think as well, like, did even, did even watch opportunity, like, counselling the psychology, did it? You've got to look for it, like, people's first is until you're 18 and some of us wanted to put, be put down to 16 sometimes because it's like, until I have that younger thing, until I have it open, so people have a place to go. Mm -hmm. In the future, that's one of my goals to do because totally I feel like... Yeah. I'm very relatable because yeah, I'm younger, these help me out and I help younger people out. Even when I'm going to have my fresh air and as you know me, you know what I mean. Because <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I like having the fresh air, it charms me down. <laughs> <laughs> Little birthday, never changes. But I think that I'm relatable now, that with younger ones, because I've been through stuff, some people look at me and will ask me for advice, and I'll just say to them, carry on asking me, you didn't know it, and I've got some advice to give you, I'll always give you, but I think it's hard, because it's like, people have got something like here, out but a lot of people don't know about it. my mum didn't know about DLA, my mum didn't know about self-advocacy or anything like that. Like she could have put me in a lot of groups instead of me going around where I went. My yeah. mum could have put me in them younger groups so she didn't know. She knew about youth club but then I was like I don't want to go to a youth club. Yeah. So I think Lucky enough to let social media now that it's yeah, more, yeah. but if you're not looking for it, then you're not looking for it later with Menka 
and I feel like my cat didn't ring me, didn't didn't ring me or come in. I feel like oh sometimes we do laugh on stuff like that, but it's whether someone is willing to change and I think yes. we we will take on people but it's the point of is you're gonna cause harm to other people, to people who are here first, come first and that's our main view. Yes. And it's not bad about that because it's keeping us safe like we do the way we get along but like when I first come here I was different but they saw the girl inside. Don't know how I was masking it very, very good. Really good. Yeah. <laughs> really good. They just kept chiselling away. <laughs> some of them knew. Right. Some of them didn't know, so do they have any thought? Is she is she like that and they were like trust and then keeped on doing it, chiselling away, more and more come out and then they were like Oh, sorry Sean. <laughs> I didn't I didn't click off because it wasn't like their point of view was what I like was it going to be a danger and stuff like that and I get that because and I get why people teachers when you're not mature enough you're not ready but never let what my saying is never let a knockdown actually get you fully down. You can always grow from stuff and never sit there and let your dream go. Did any of you get your dream job that you wanted to do during this time of school? Yes? Yeah. So, I got it. I suppose I did, in a way. What was your dream job? Speaking of for people. Yeah, I suppose I did. In people's face, I suppose I did. I did want to be, when I was very, very young, I did want to be a zookeeper, though. Oh, <laughs> I did want to become a zookeeper, babe, when I was about six, seven. <laughs> but I really did. I, I found it um, inspiring to... See, like, Siobhan, when she first came in, like, she's just explained to what she is now. See, I like I like to get the little, like, flowers or whatever, and then see them opening up. It, yeah. I, I, it's like members of staff, when they come here, or, like, volunteers, when you come here and they're all scared and they're all like, oh, what are we going to do? <laughs> and then you see them progress throughout the, the time here. And it's it's brilliant. I, that's my that's my favourite thing. Seeing them when they first come in to when they leave us, it's just it's it's my best. It's my oh, best that's job. Lovely. It's it's my best job. I had a dream job. I just remember constantly. anytime anyone asked me, I was just like, I wanted to be a teacher. I did childcare for a bit, then I waitress for a while now training to be a nurse I don't know I never had a dream job all I wanted to do I just always knew that I wanted to help people that was all like care for people and my mum said to me the other day she was like uh, when I went into nursing 
she was like your great grandmother always like ever since you were one two years old used to look at you and go she's gonna look after people she was like don't know how don't know what she's gonna do but she's gonna care for people Mm. so it's just I don't have a dream job my dream job is to stay at home wow my (laughs) rich husband goes after that yeah and I sit there with five different dogs just I think that's all our dream jobs I think that's my partner dream I couldn't he could do all the clean all the stuff and stay at home I'm more I'd rather go out of that and do stuff like that because some people are into bits, even in yeah. people's face, and I'm not, I'm very much. <laughs> really, are you not, Siobhan? I'm really How not a drag queen. <laughs> I think everyone clicks on, but I'm really, I'm like, I'm outgoing, I'm, I'm very loud in a way. I do switch off when, like, you go home and stuff like that, I do exhaust myself. Be good to put that much energy yeah. Yeah. into stuff so it's like how does she do stuff that quick because to put that much energy into it yeah. but sometimes I'm like yeah. dead yeah. but yeah did you pull? no no what was your dream job? Um, can talk about College um, after I left college, they offered me to stay in Coventry and build up like business happening kind of thing. Job they were going to help me get a house in Coventry and um, you know get a job. Well, uh, stay stay in Coventry. Uh, stay in college during the day do you know what I mean and then finally get a job uh, you know, business happening because I used to do like MVQ biz, uh, you know in off business admin and also like computer job RSA Clayton and all that and then he said that I was really good at it I can I can uh, stay in Coventry they'll help me get a house and all that and a job and it took me too long to think about it but at the time I was homesick I wanted to get back home but I I, I couldn't get a job when I came home but I found out that my mum was working in charity shop so I was doing I was uh, tea making doing the you know clothes and as they used to call it, bric-a-brac, you know, yeah. they're help, helping with all the ornaments and bookkeeping and all that. Yeah. And I think that's what made me, like my mum and dad always worked, they've always helped out my mum with stuff, like the cleaning, like, mm. I'm crap at doing it now. <laughs> yeah. When, when I wanted, I wouldn't do it, but because I... It was often stuff. My mum used to take me into work sometimes. And he said, I want to go on that big finger. She had a big finger to ride with. And he always wanted to go on it. And she would never let me. Still now, she won't let me because she didn't trust me. Like, I would just break this 
too far, like it's a lot of money, this, this brush thing, because it polishes the floor. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, man, yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But, and now she'll freeze and fl- fly away. My mum, she, she was on it, like, <laughs> and she, um, and, like, I used to, my dad's always worked, worked in a job for 20 years, my dad was a manager. So he's always told me, and that's why I'm a director here. Yeah? Like, my dad's always given me, like, little hints and and little stuff, so that's why I've got, like, a director's man sometimes, so people might think, oh, she's being rough, but then it's like, no, I've got to be like that. Um, and it is hard. Not can easy. I, sorry, can I just ask? Have you ever been told that you can't work? Like, have you ever applied for a job or anything like that and they've said yes. no? Yeah. That's I horrible. Am. What job is no. it? When I, went, when I came out of college, uh, my school college in Preston, I've, the only qualification, proper qualification that I've got, well, I've got loads of other certificates that mean nothing, that they, they, they didn't, um, special schools just give you for turning up. <laughs> so the only proper qualif- qualification I've got is a managerial of a um, horticultural centre. That's what I'm trained for. Um, but yes, I when I came out of college, I went round all the garden centres in Liverpool, on the Wirral, uh, Cheshire. I went round Runcorn. I went round practically everywhere in, in like the northwest. <laughs> and no one will give me a chance because I was uh, well I wouldn't like to say because I'm disabled but I applied for loads of jobs and but I even said to them I'd, I'd start at the bottom I'll sleep the floor and work my way up even you know? here we take on people with a disability yeah but it's hard sometimes because if someone comes and the better, then are you gonna take on like? Yeah. And it's all about money, and it's all about the government. I blame yeah. the government for it because and there isn't again. that support. I think colleges are helping it out a little bit more, but there isn't that support there, and people, yeah, if you say an age, then now like some of our members could could do a different role, yeah. could qualify, but then that's all because then you you, you lose benefits. Your benefits. And yeah, it's the benefits wrapped yeah. in it. Because if you work, yeah. you lose your benefits. But if you don't work you, and you want to come off benefits, it's harder to go back on them. Yeah. Because you have to reapply within the same system. And, and it's only like certain hours and... It's hard and yeah. it scares us to death. Um, but yeah, sorry, sorry, Paul. When I was at school, after school, uh, they said because uh, of the qualifications of school, like, were, you know, they didn't have the right qualifications and they looked at the disability, they said that uh, I'd never be able to work, uh, you know, because of me know the way I am and all that, I'd never be able to work, so 
you know, so I took that on board and, but when, uh, yeah, yeah, I wanted to do something, do you know what I mean, but. I'll probably be able to work now if I didn't have sadness problems and my depression. If, if in a perfect world, people first wasn't around, because we always say we, we, we aim to be, put ourselves out of the job because as soon as people with learned disabilities know all the rights and everything sorted for them and whatever, then people first wouldn't exist. Yeah. All organisations like people first, like Mencap and all them places, too many to name, but all them places wouldn't exist because the world would be perfect. But people, the people and people first, in the perfect world would earn hundreds of pounds yeah. because we're, ad we're advisors, we're um, lived experience, we're experienced by experience, we're, we go around roadshows, we do like, I think it's called after dinner speeches, we do, yeah we do roadshows, we put on conferences, we would earn, all, all of us, all of the members would earn hundreds and hundreds of pounds. Yeah, and it's what makes me sick about we earn tuppence. Yeah, we don't earn nothing. All Tup all, because all, all the money goes to the which is right, which is only right. Yeah. All the, organi all the money goes to the organi organisation. But shouldn't we get some of that? Yeah. I know some people do, but shouldn't people, like, because we would we could earn like an advisor. I'm an advisor for photo symbols. Now I could earn hundreds and hundreds of pounds, and I'm going to train to be a counsellor for people with learning disabilities and physical and complex needs. But I would earn hundred. I would earn like I would be a millionaire. Well, not millionaire, but I would be all right. <laughs> but I'm coming off benefits. I would be all right, but. I'm not allowed to because the benefits are up. Yeah. And, and it's scary in a way because as you deteriorate, as you get better, then you think, oh, she's getting better and that's it. Yeah. But as you deteriorate, or you'll have a bad day like today, I just was passed out with my ADHD and stuff like that. And people first understand it. Like, she she's just got one of them days where she just do you know what I mean? And we're more open to that. Being a member it was like that it was a, it was a, like going to a proper meeting. <clears throat> I'm on time, I've got a set about twenty alarms. Even for college I've got a set twenty alarms. But I think sometimes with the podcast we relax. Because we profit everything that we do. Yeah. More than we do. It'll be a lot of money and it's all about like sharing it. So we'd say, yeah, today's morning day, but we you sharing it with twenty odd people and we we like doing that. And I think that's fair because one person shouldn't have all of that money and I don't I would say that from since day one. Even the cancer one was going around going, one, two, three, like you've done, you can't do anymore. And literally, 
telling them Joanne was doing it. And I was telling them, no, no, you can't. You've got to find someone else who hasn't done as much. No, it's harder. I know they find it more. You've got to do that. And that's the way I did it. So everyone had that opportunity to have an equal amount. Believing some people, fully yeah, like, people here, we're all, we're all like a family. Yeah. It's very so we'll, we'll, yeah. if someone's not got money and stuff like that, we will go, oh, it's a quid, it's, it's something to get you dinner, no one's ever hungry or yeah. stuff like that. It's very rare to get that. And that's why, like, people have to be alive. We all have all up and down days, but majority of people who are here, because I'm not saying everyone, because people have the ups and down days, and people are doing other stuff, will sacrifice their lives to be here just to make a point. And that's where the southern side comes from. So. And also, people not getting into places yeah. is wrong. So me not getting into level two and jobs is also wrong. So can you explain that? What you found out? Yeah, I um, I applied for because I want to do a counselling course and train to be a counsellor for people with uh, special needs, very complex needs, and met and health needs as well, that uh, Southport College, I went, I applied for Southport and um, there wasn't put, there wasn't enough people on the course to viably put the course on and I went to, so I went to Raja, I can't remember, it's Raja? Yeah, I think so. I think Raja, I think it's a sexual health clinic but they also do college stuff as well in Bootle. Um, and they said to me that the the places are they've got too many on them, so I have to wait now until September. So um, yeah, so I have to wait, and I've decided whoever emails me or emails our wonderful advocacy worker Dan Daniel, whoever um, contacts me first, that's where I'm going. <laughs> I prefer Southport College because it's cheaper than Raja, but that it depends who emails me first. And that's the thing about the grants as we go further and stuff like that, it is hard and as you get a grant, you can't work over £35,000 because you'll have to owe it back, which I think is a super point if people want to go higher education, yes. whilst we have to pay for it, it's silly. We, I don't want to have to pay it. nine grand a year to be told to Google everything. <laughs> Sat on <laughs> they, they send me videos <laughs> and go, there you go, not even in lectures, paid nine grand a year. It's ridiculous. It is, because I think it's ridiculous the point is. All through school we have for the education. Yes. We're looking level one, level two for the education. So we could say in college to be level one, level two, all our lives. If we want to push ourselves 
we qualify. And then we can't go past a certain limit because otherwise we would rather pay it back a certain amount, so it's £35,000. Yeah. So that's why the government is in more debt because you don't listen. So if the government listen and pay more to the teachers, right, yes. then maybe the oh, Britain wouldn't be in much debt. Amen. Right. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Please tune in for the new episode in two weeks' time. Bye.